All right, so we're fucking live. Joe Maddie Show podcast on the stereo app, right? So we're live making tamales. We are, uh, I think I got to do making just, uh, what is it called? Cream cheese jalapeno bacon, right? Now them, them fucking shits are hot, man. They really are. They're probably some of the hottest tamales. You can probably imagine on the planet, right? Now, you know, it's been a hell of a ride coming back. The return of the Joe Madness show, right? Through the stereo app, no less. And then we just casually uploaded on, you know, Anchor, which is the, uh, the platform that we're using to, you know, hold the show, no less. You know, I, I think it's fucking hilarious. Every time we jump on here, though, um, I, I'm setting up the uh, the shit because you have to do it each and every time. You know what I'm talking about? You know, a stereo app. You're you need to put like your own topic and and whatnot. And every time while I'm doing that, people are trying to join as a co-host, and I have no idea why. Like, they don't even know what, what I'm about. They don't know anything about me, but they want to join up as a co-host. Which I think is fucking hilarious, though. Because I, I do not like having co-hosts. I really don't. You know, my advice to everybody out there who wants to have a podcast. Anybody that wants to have, like, a legit show out there. Like, a legitimate fucking show out there. I would recommend that you you do a show on your own. You you fucking uh, you come up with a show. You sit here and you you talk to the people, right? Just like I'm doing right now. And let's see what you got, man. Come on, let's see what you got, right? You know, um, prime example of what I'm talking about. There's way too many people out there to wake up every day and they're like, man, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do a fucking podcast today, right? Fucking Joe Rogan does a podcast. He makes millions and millions of dollars, right? Well, you know you know what, man? It, it, it doesn't fucking work that way. It really doesn't. I mean, if you're going to sit there and compare yourself to the best, I mean, come on. That's fucking wild, you guys. You know what I mean? Joe Rogan is like the creme of la creme, right? You know, and I would go as far as to say, you know what? If if you want to be like Joe Rogan, I mean, that's fucking awesome, man. Bless your fucking heart, right? You know, I want to say that's probably the easiest fucking podcast to do, right? Is you have a bunch of guests, come on your fucking show, yap away about shit that you don't even give a shit about. And you, you fucking come back and you tell me if you have any fucking interest in anything that they're saying. I mean, good fucking luck. I wish you well. I really do, brother. Because you know what people think about when they think about podcasting? They think about guests. And when they think about guests, they think about easy going, right? They, they think that it's going to be fucking easy. They think that... uh they don't have to do anything. It's just going to be smooth selling whenever you get a fucking guess. You know, well, I tell you from experience. 
<clears throat> I have had plenty of fucking guests. I really have. And you know what? They are fucking horrible. I probably had like maybe one guest that I was like, oh my gosh, this fucking person is like fucking awesome. Out of like a hundred, it seems like. You know what I'm saying? Having a guest is not that fucking easy. And it's not that fucking fun at all. Like I tell people all the time, every time they talk about doing a podcast and they're like, man, I got guests lined up. All I have to do is do a show with them and bam, I am in business. Like, brother, do you, do you fucking realize it does not fucking work that way? You know what? When your your guest is sitting there eating a bag of dicks, they're like, um, um, uh, they don't even know what to say. You know what your job is? Your job is to jump in there and make the show fucking amazing. Make it sustainable. Make it to where people are like, this is what I want to listen to. I do not want to tune out. No, sir. I want to stay here right where I'm at and listen to this podcast. Right? Hard to do if you have a fucking guest. Tell you that. You know what? I have a, a much better time talking to myself than I do to 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 a fucking uh to somebody who who thinks they know something about the government, who thinks they know something about aliens. To uh, a masturbator who wrote a fucking book about how you masturbate and how he's a fucking ashamed of himself. I mean, come on. Somebody who who thinks they're an authority in the uh, conspiracy theory realm, but yet when you, you fucking try to have a conversation with them about anything having to do with conspiracy theories, they got no fucking thing to say, right? Tell me if you're going to sit there and eat a bag of dicks if, if somebody, which you thought was going to be fucking amazing, right? You, you know what? You think that somebody who feels like they uh, they're in that realm of a, of you know, uh, what would you call it? Conspiracy theories, right? You're going down that rabbit hole each and every day. They're, they're so immersed in that world where they feel like, man, you know what? I am going down that rabbit hole each and every day, you guys. Like, I know what I'm talking about. That's what your guest is thinking. And then when you get them on live, ready to fucking go, right? Live on the Joe Madness Show, here we have Jerry Collins, an authority on conspiracy theories. Jerry, can you tell us what it is about aliens that fascinates you so much? And when they sit there and they don't give you nothing, come on, and you ain't saying nothing, come on, tell me, tell me if you are going to click off of your show, come on. Yeah, it's going to happen, you guys. It's going to happen. So when you sit there and you wake up each and every day and you feel like you got an itch to do a podcast, which you have no idea what the fuck you're doing, whether or not you have the technology available to you, right? Well, you got some fancy microphones. You got a badass fucking computer, right? You got some software ready to fucking go. And you think for one second 
that you can do a fucking show, right? You know what? I'm here to tell you, you got another thing fucking coming, homie. You know? When... <laughs> you know what? Because, you know, you can find a fucking guest at the bottom of the fucking ocean under a fucking rock that you would think would give you something, anything, for 20 fucking minutes to talk about. And, and I'm sitting here telling you that you're going to eat a bag of fucking dicks every time because you do not want that fucking smoke in your life. I ain't fucking lying, right? I am not fucking lying, you guys. When I tell you I've been there, I done that, I know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm not fucking playing. Now let's kick this shit off. Yo, we are back live on the Joe Maddis show. Brought to you by booze. Plenty of fucking booze. What are we drinking right now? We got Real Ale Brewing Company, Devil's Backbone, Belgian Style Triple. That's fucking amazing, you guys. What else do we drink? We drink fucking uh, ranch water. We drink the other bitch, Carbach. It's uh, some fucking ale. I don't even fucking know the rest of the fucking ale, but who gives a shit? It gets you fucked up, right? So we're back. We're almost done making these goddamn Somalis. It's fucking amazing. It's a hot bitch in Texas. Goes without saying, though, even in uh, November. It's a hot bitch in fucking Texas, man. I'm not even fucking joking, you guys. Like, it's so crazy out here. You know, what have we been watching lately? What What do we got? Hustle and Flow? Has anybody ever seen that fucking movie? Hustle and Flow is like an epic fucking film with uh, the light-skinned brother. Does anybody, does anybody even know his fucking name? What is it, like Howard something, right? You know his name, brother? Uh, the guy from Hustle and Flow, the light-skinned brother? Uh, I want to say it's like his name's Howie. His name's Howard, right? Something like that. Now he's got he's got the uh, the other black girl, and then he's got the white girl, right? Because you always gotta have the white girl if you're a pimp, right? Just kind of how it goes. And then he's got um he's got uh, he's got the Anthony dude. I don't even fucking know his whole name. And then somewhere in between, you know what? Luda. Ludacris pops out in the fucking movie. Come on, that's fucking crazy. Like, why is Luda in the fucking movie and he gets his ass kicked? In the fucking toilet. I mean, come on. If you're Ludacris and you sign up for this fucking movie, why would you get your ass kicked while you're taking a fucking piss while you're in a stall in the movie? That's fucking wild. By an old man, no less. By, by Howie. By Howie. I mean, come on. It's fucking wild. So if you don't know, now you fucking know. This is Joe Maddis show. Live at Abilene, Texas. Live out of the fucking uh the Tamale compound, right? That's what we call it. Um it's an amazing fucking show. You can catch it all pretty much every day, almost, maybe. 
Depends on like what what we uh, decided to fucking do it, right? I mean, go follow the Joe Madness show. Wherever podcast you fucking played, wherever you're available, right? That's where I'm at. Anyways, let's go back to the movie though. Hustle and flow. What is so amazing about this movie, though? I don't know why, but I can't stop fucking watching it. It's it's so such a good movie. You know, there's something amazing about this dude and poverty, right? Because this is what America is built upon. Everybody in America, right fucking now, he's talking about a pandemic. You know, we, we probably have the highest unemployment rate at the moment, thanks to good old Joe Biden. Right. You know, we might as well be living in the hustle and flow days because this guy is so fucking amazing. You guys, he, he made uh, literally a whole fucking album <laughs> in, in his uh, in his spare room, no less. Right. With uh, with the Anthony guy and then the white guy from, uh, you know, white cool kids or some shit. I mean, I can't even remember the fucking movie, you know, white cool guy. Whatever that shit is, right? We're just kind of uh, shooting off the dome at the moment. But he made a fucking album consisting of, uh, I don't even know how many fucking songs, man. That's how amazing it was. I just thought it was, it was such an amazing film. I mean, you got your up and downs. This guy's a fucking pimp. He, he literally is sitting in his car. He doesn't even have any fucking air conditioning. He's like, he, he's still in it. He's staring at the fucking woman, right? The, the fucking trick. And he's like, yo, go do your fucking job. And you know what? She looks at him in the fucking face. He looks at him and she says, hey, this guy's got AC. He works as hard as you do. How come you don't got AC? I mean, how fucked up is that? I mean, he doesn't even fucking slap her in the face. He doesn't hit her. He doesn't do nothing. He just looks at her and he's like, go do your job, right? You know, Savage fucking point in the film, right? You got to talk about this. You got to talk about the moment when uh, the, the fucking hoe bucks at him. And she's like, yo, fuck you. Take me to my fucking job where I shake my fucking ass, my pussy, right? You're nothing but a low-end fucking taxi driver is what you are. She's sitting there just let him have it. She's going hard in the paint, right? Hard in the paint, just bitch-slapping her. Bitch-slapping him with her fucking vagina, which is like 20 feet long because she's such a fucking puta, right? I don't know. I, I think that's a powerful fucking mo- point in the movie, though. Moment where she's talking so much shit to the guy, and the guy's like essentially her pimp. And he looks at her because she said a few things, right? She had a few things that were fucked up. You know what? There, there's a couple of things that you she might have said that she did say that, you know what? She could have got away with, right? Given the circumstances. But when she sat there and she looked at him in the face and said, what the fuck are you going to do? That is probably the point of no return. It's probably the point where he was like, I got to do something, right? You know what I'm saying? I got to say face. So what does he do? He looks at her in the fucking face. 
And he says, you know what? We're done. We're over. We're not in the business of you no more. So he grabs her shit from the room, which is like wigs and panties. I mean, I don't know. And that shit is just going out the door, right? Going out the fucking door. You know, and what I found fucking amazing, right? What when you know this motherfucker ain't fucking playing is when he goes in the house after he throws her out the fucking house with her panties and her wigs. And then the next scene in the movie, he's grabbing the fucking little little thing that's rolling around on the ground. That's sitting in a fucking chair with wheels. He's picking up the wheels. With their kid in it. And he's putting it outside the door. I mean, come on. That's fucking wild, you guys. I don't give a fuck who you are. That's fucking intense. That's like, oh my God. Right? Oh my God. Motherfucker just threw the baby out the door. That was pretty intense for me, anyways. I thought it was just like, wow, this guy ain't fucking playing. This woman literally called his fucking bluff. And he says, fuck you. I am not playing with you. He goes inside the house after throwing her wigs and her pennies outside, along with her. And next thing you know, the baby's going out the fucking door. That's fucking wild, you guys. That's fucking insane. I mean, goddamn. You throwing the baby out the door. Oh, my God. Right? That's pretty crazy, you guys. Throwing the baby out the fucking door. I mean, the baby ain't even doing nothing to you, man. I mean, if nothing else, the motherfucker was hanging out with you every now and again. Like, come on. I mean, if you would have, if you thought the baby was going to get a pass, it ain't the movie for you. It really isn't. This is not the movie for you. Because you know what? Even the baby got the fucking shaft in that movie called Hustle and Flow. Right? All right, so after everybody's out the fucking house, all the toxicity, right? Then we got um, we got Suge, we got the other one. What is it, Louisiana? We got the dude helping him make fucking CDs and shit. So they're blowing all the smoke up his ass, telling him he he can make it. You know what? We we got the mixtapes. We uh we got we we can get the CDs if you need them, right? Whatever. But, you know, when it came to meeting a Luda, right? Meeting Luda. And the guy that actually already has a deal, the famous dude, actually giving a fuck about him, that was nowhere to be found. But, you know, what? it's kind of unfortunate, though, because, you know what? His music wasn't that bad, though. You know what I mean? I mean, I can't even remember what the fuck it was, but it wasn't that bad. Right? But it wasn't only after he got arrested, though, that his shit started popping on the fucking radio. I mean, that's, that's fucking amazing. I love it. So you go. Hustle and Flow, man. It's a beautiful fucking movie. Go watch it.
You know, another movie I watched, I don't even remember what the fucking movie is called. You remember what the movie is called? It was something about coupons. Remember that one? Was it Queen Pins? So there was, I think there was a movie called Queen Pins, though. This movie's, uh, you know what? It's going the other direction. I mean, it's, it's nothing like Hustle & Flow, which, you know, we're, we're not sitting here saying it is or anything like that. But you know what? These women, I find this movie fucking remarkable. Because it's like, how the hell do they get in trouble for this shit? You know, what we're going to do is we're basically going to talk about what they did and how the fuck they got in trouble for it. And then just kind of go from there, right? So, in this fucking film, Queen Pins, there's a white lady and there's this black lady, right? I don't happen to remember the names, so, you know, forgive me for that, but Essentially, the film is about coupons. You know, basically, couponers, if you know anything about these people, they, they, they show up uh, to, to your local supermarket. You know, they hold up the fucking line, and they have, like, a stack of coupons. Essentially, um, maybe the register says that they owe $200, and then it goes down magically to, like, you know, maybe 10 bucks, which is like, whoa, right? like wow how the fuck did they make that happen so in this particular movie you know they figured out a way you know what if you go to Tijuana you get a lot of these free freebies right these coupons that are like essentially hey you get free diapers you get free Wheaties you get free this you get free that right and they get all these boxes sent from them from Mexico right with the coupons saying that they get free stuff. So what they do with that, those coupons is they get online and make a website where people can order these coupons. I don't even know how much they're charging for them. But they order the coupons, though. And you go to a local grocery and they get this stuff from this coupon for free, right? So they're probably paying like maybe half the price Maybe a quarter, something like that. So these women ended up getting busted because they figured out a loophole, right? A loophole to a loophole, basically. You know, they made they ended up making millions of dollars, but they got busted for selling essentially coupons that are redeem- redeemable for like free stuff, right? Like you're talking about diapers. Um, you know, household items, whatever. I mean, I don't even know, right? It's so fucking crazy, you guys. Like, how do you get in trouble for that? I mean, they're getting them for free from a place in Mexico, from these people. And then they have the audacity, the government does, to sit there and say that they're fucking stealing. You know? I mean... Oh, my God. Fuck your life all day. I mean, come on. Like, that's the situation I was sitting there and call, like, yeah, the government is trying to hold you down. The government is trying to prevent you from making money, which you're not even doing anything wrong. You're really not. There's a couple of employees at a particular facility in a different country that are sending you these free coupons. I mean, come on. You're selling them. It's fucking insane, you guys.
So you know what? Long story short, they ended up getting in trouble. They did some time, blah, blah, blah. And they might have got away with it a little bit. I don't know. I really have no idea. Well, bless their fucking hearts if they did, though. So there you go. Fuck the government off. Don't fuck it off. Eventually, they find something out about you, right? When we return, we're going to talk about something else. Why not? Let's keep it going. All right, so we're fucking live. The Joe Madness Show podcast on the stereo app. You know, only to be uploaded later to the uh, Anchor app for the Joe Madness Show podcast, you know? Okay, so there's something I want to talk about that, you know what, I, I kind of found rather interesting. And I kind of felt like anybody out there that might be listening would not agree with me. And the reason they would not agree with me is because if they were facing a similar situation where your parent might or might not be dying, they'd probably be really upset, you know? <sighs> you know, my my mom was crying earlier and she was basically saying something Within the realm of, hey, I might have breast cancer. And they don't really know, so I have to go get checked again. Apparently, she went yesterday, and they told her she had to go again today. Just to make sure, right? Now, I don't know anything about that. And I'm not going to claim like I do. And I'm not going to downgrade it to something that's not serious. But here's the thing, you guys. When <laughs> when you grew up as a kid and your mom would yell at the, uh, the top of her lungs saying that she wished Jesus, God himself, would take her from this planet. And you were like eight or nine years old. I don't know. I, th- I think that's pretty crazy. You know, I think it's pretty wild when you would hear that as a kid. You know, and I would hear that periodically. Over and over and over and over and over. Like it, it didn't matter if it was Christmas time. It didn't matter if it was like Halloween or something around your birthday. You know, you would hear that shit all the time. That was something that was normal. You know, in my family, 
it was normal that your mom would uh, look up at the ceiling, right? And she would yell at the top of her lungs that she wished that God himself would take her from this fucking world because she didn't want to be here anymore. You know, and as a kid, you know, that bothered me a lot. It bothered me so much. Because I would sit there and I would be like, does she not want to be here because I'm a terrible child? Does she not want to be here because she doesn't love me? And I mean, just so many fucking reasons that I would come up with in my head. And I guess at the end of the day, I mean, I'm no wiser than anybody else sitting here listening to the fucking the story on my mother screaming at the ceiling, wishing she was gone, right? You know, and I, I tell you that to tell you this, you know. You know, she she came up with me, came up to me casually and said that she was going to go get her her mammogram done. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, are you fucking serious? You know, because she's sitting there saying that she might have cancer and you can see it in her eyes. You know, she's crying. And the only thing I can tell, like, think to myself is, like, like, you got what you wanted, right? Like, shouldn't you be celebrating? That's the only thing I think to myself. Because since since I was a kid, she has been wanting to fucking die and not be in this fucking world anymore. So... Call me crazy, but I mean, if you have breast cancer, doesn't that get you one step closer to where you wanted to be? So you claimed, right? So yeah, I don't I don't fucking get it. I really don't understand it. I mean, I can tell you this right now. No fucks given on my part. No sympathy no empathy none of that shit because you know what as a kid i had to deal with your bullshit had it i mean could you imagine as a child having to fucking hear your mom fucking say that she didn't want to fucking be here anymore and you're just like what the hell i'm still here man i'm a kid Who's going to take care of me? <laughs> you know what I mean? <sighs> and, and, and it wasn't just like one fucking time, you know? Like, I mean, if it, if it would have been like one time, I guess, you know, maybe we could have forgave. Maybe we could have like looked past it or something. Right? You know what I mean? Like, okay. That was like a slip up, you know? We all go through uh, depression. Why not? Okay. I'm an adult. I'm looking at back as my childhood, and I'm like, yo, okay, I can see it, right? But no, it was it was the many a times. It was it was uh quite too often. I mean, when you hit double digits, I mean there's a problem, right? Don't you think so?
Okay, so now I am 35, and my mother is really old, and she's facing possibly cancer, right? And the only thing I can think of in my head is, like, congratulations. Like, that's it. That's the only thing that comes across in my head. It's not sadness. It's not fucking empathy. It's not anything of the sort. It's like, congratulations, you got what you wanted, right? You know what I mean? I mean, when I was a kid, I had to go through, um, as a child, fucking uh, being sad and crying on my own, you know, by myself about how my mom didn't want to fucking be here anymore. But she wanted to be dead. When faced with the question of whether or not she wanted to raise me or be fucking dead, because she had no other desire to be here on this fucking planet. She chose that she she wished she was dead. You know? <sighs> I don't know. I just felt like I needed to talk about this one because it was, it was kind of pertinent, you know? It was like, okay. It happened. It kind of brought me back to the place I used to be as a child. And now as an adult, you know, I I remember being there as a kid and having to think of these situations, you know, when, when she would sit there and scream at the fucking top of her lungs, it's, Jesus, please take me now, you know? I mean, did I make it? Like, did I paint enough of a pretty picture for anybody out there that might be listening of what she sounded like? Did I, did I paint enough of a pretty picture? Because it's a child sitting there listening to it. I mean, you would just roll up on it. I mean, it would just be like, okay, I came out of my room. You know what? I'm like, I'm looking for some food maybe. Like, maybe a hug. Maybe a kiss from a mom. You know, something like that. And you would roll up on it just like that. It would just be like screaming at the top of our lungs. Kind of like, Jesus, take me now. God, I don't want to be here anymore, you know, at the at the fucking top of her lungs. And, you know, it's not like it just happened one time, you know, people. It happened plenty of fucking times. You know, one might say it happened too many. So. You know, when I was sitting here observing, because I was observing earlier, that she was sitting there saying something to my future wife and uh, she was she was pretending to cry or whatever she was doing. Like, okay, all right. So she's upset over something. And then she came to me and told me what it was and I was like, fuck you out of here. I mean, that's the only thing I can think about. It's just like, fuck you. I mean, it was only like not even two weeks ago where she was telling me she didn't even want to fucking live anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like you're getting what you want. And like you're crying about it. I mean, quit being a fucking pussy is what I was thinking. You know what I mean? Like you're getting what you want. Here's the thing, you guys. Like, here's the thing people don't realize, right? 
we're all humans in this fucking world, this planet. I mean, if you scream loud enough for enough time, you know, God will eventually hear you. He really will. You know, and it took, what, um, 25 years later for him to finally uh, do something about it and give her maybe cancer, possibly. And you're you're upset over that? <sighs> I mean, come on. I don't understand it. I really don't. Fuck you guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is so wild. Like, if my mom died tomorrow of breast cancer, I would not be upset. I would be so happy for her. Like, you know what? You finally got what you wanted, homie. You know? It is what it is. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs>